With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 205 Live Review for Wrestling to the Max. This, of course, is the May 16th to the, or March, no, May, I don't know. May, it's I know, May. It's I know, May, right? I, 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 you know, I almost said March, and I said the right month, and that's hilarious. I almost said May, March, May, so I did it anyway. So anyway, yes, it is May, I know, because my daughter's birthday is right around the corner in June, so trust me, I'm paying for that, that's kind of expensive, so it's right around the corner. May 16th, 2017, and of course, I hope you guys are ready to listen to an interesting situation when it comes to this 205 Live, because there's lots of cool little nuggets in here. Of course, if you want to go find more of our 205 Live reviews, you make sure you go check out W2Mnet.com. Also, go find us on iTunes or wherever you find your podcast, Wrestling to the Max. Go subscribe now if you haven't already. Plus, go rate and review. That just gives us a help. Uh, and people can hear me screw up more if you go check out. So make sure you go check out the backlog of great screw-ups for Gary. Uh, of course, you know, also, don't forget, W2Mnet.com has a lot of other great podcasts when it comes to the world of wrestling. So we always want to let you guys know, if you want that content along with ours, the W2M Network is there and ready and available for you to go subscribe to that as well. That way you can get everything in one nice, tied-up bow. So there you go, guys. Of course, I am Gary Vaughn. Along with me, the host tonight, Mr. Paul Leeser. Hey yo. And Paul, hopefully you can do a better job than I did in this open. But uh, you know <laughs> I love it. Man. I love the screw ups. I know they're embarrassing, but they're fun because you're like, oh god. Uh I mean you're not the only one who screwed up on this show. Both Sean and myself have done it multiple times, so uh no fears there. That is just scary. Yeah, and if, uh, and if, if I mention uh, Juventud Guerrero, you know where I'm gone, drugs or something, right? Because this, <laughs> this is a cruiserweight, but not 1998 cruiserweight. So. He's actually wrestling for um, the uh, uh, Wrestle Circus out in Austin this month. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Man, I wish I could go to Austin. Yeah. Uh, stu- <laughs> stupid work. Anyway. <laughs> uh, en- enough about Independence. We're here to talk about 205 Live, which has a ton of old indie stars, if you're into that. Um, they open with uh, highlights of Neville talking to TJP about them needing to finally take care of their Austin Aries problem, which TJP will have the opportunity to do tonight in the main event. And Aries re- sort of rebuttals with a promo 
uh, talking about how he's finally going to deal with Neville's lapdog and TJP, um, and then sort of tells the camera and sort of addressing TJP in that same manner that, you know, you're never going to get your title opportunity that's been promised to you because Neville is a liar, and you're just, you're not at my level, so so long as I'm here, you're just, you're not better than me. And that leads uh, into our first match of the evening, which is Noam Dar taking on the returning Grand Metallic, who uh, we haven't seen since his uh, botchful um, main events, or botchful first appearance uh, a couple months back. So, uh, you know, it's, they have a fine match. I think you get to see a much better performance out of Metallic for certain. Um, but, right, you know, Noam Dar is sort of the guy they're riding right now, so he gets the win here. It's overly fine. I kind of wish Metallic would have gotten the win because it's not like Gnome's rolling or anything like that, but I think they're trying to get that log going for him. Uh, yeah, you're right, and I get that, and I understand because of, you know, let's be honest, they, they've kind of had that crossover right now with Gnome Dar and, of course, Alicia Fox, right? They even mentioned that in this episode, which was awesome. Great job. I mean, my goodness, this is cool because of the fact that we just talked about on the Raw Review where it's nice to see Gnome Dar out there with Alicia Fox. It ties into 205, so here they go again. The crossover, it works. It makes sense. Very happy about that. But that also is why the Gnome Dwar gets the win here. And it's fine. I think Dar is, you know, a good wrestler and I think he deserves those victories. But I look at Grand Metalik and I think, man, he's so talented. You got to see it in this match alone, how quick he is, how athletic he is. Yeah, he's taking all these losses, and you don't see him very often on 205. And when you do see him, he's always losing. <laughs> and I don't like that per se. I don't think it really makes him look all that great, but yet he is so talented. And I think people would actually get behind him. I think that he could be the next guy. I don't know if he could reach the level of Jack Gallagher as quick as Jack Gallagher has reached a high level with the fans. But I think Metalik could definitely be in that realm uh, of fandom and people really get behind him. I, and I think this match didn't hurt him. I'm just saying I really wish they'd let him have some victories. Get him some momentum going somewhere, for God's sakes. So, nice little match here. I, I think both guys did a pretty good job. Like I said, I was really impressed with Grand Metalik. I mean, I kind of felt like you. I think he kind of should have got the victory, but sometimes you got to go what's being, you know, booked for Noam Dar and his crossover with Raw. Right, and, and Metalik, um, you know, like he hasn't been on 205 all that often. And really, I, I don't know if he's going to take off and be something like Jack Gallagher was just because he, obviously Metallic doesn't have uh, a great grasp on the English language yet as far as I'm aware. But he does feel like somebody who could very easily slot in with Mustafa Ali and uh, Drew Gulak's uh, crusade for making 205 Live a no-fly zone. So mm -hmm. if, they, if they do decide to go that direction, because Metallic is somebody else who they really let um, let go and let uh, let him do fly around the ring and, and do all the pretty stuff that people want to see in this show. Uh, for example, his he does this incredible springboard where he he easily cleared the top rope and and maybe five feet more. Uh, and of course, I'm exaggerating, but he could have bounced out of the building tonight. Is what I'm <laughs> saying if he wanted to. Yeah, you'll love that, and and it's a lot of fun to watch, and that's kind of the reason why you do tune into 205, and that's because you want to see some of these things. 
But, you know, I mean, uh, despite that, you know, once again, like, you know, I was talking about earlier, it's just that he's not afforded that opportunity to be around and often. And when he is around, he's just not being that victorious. And, eh. you know, it makes me wonder, too, if Kalisto, if Sin Cara were on this show, how impressive could they be? And is Grand Matalik already ahead of them in a way because he is a lot of fun to watch and exciting? But who's to know? Because Kalisto and Sin Cara just aren't afforded that freedom. Yeah, I mean, they 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 don't want to go back on booking them as a cruiserweight, I think, uh, long term, just because they've been on the main roster for so long. And, and maybe they view that as a step back in, in the writer's office or whatever. So who knows with that, but. Um, let's go ahead and move on to, to what I was just talking about. That was Drew Gulak. Mustafa Ali was coming out for his match against Tony Nese. Drew Gulak attacks him from behind, beats the bejesus out of them, rolls him back into the ring where Tony Nese absolutely floors him with a knee strike um, and sort of you know s- slaps Ali around a little bit afterwards and talks about his... His, he knows better for everybody involved because you know flying around the ring is dangerous and whatnot, so... Uh, Mustafa Ali apparently gets taken to a local medical facility because he got beat down so bad. And I, I really enjoyed this segment. This was easy heat for Drew Gulak to get, and he was actually in front of a crowd who kind of cared this week. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that probably did help this a little bit, to be honest with you. But at the same point, I loved it myself just personally because of the fact that Gulak is really turning into this rest- um, aggressive heel that has a speech. He's being preachy, and everybody's just kind of like, "Oh, shut up!" But at the same time, it's not you know, go away, shut up. It's just like, hey, oh, you know, your your message is not something we want to hear or see. But it's it's in a good way. I, I think Gulak is a great talent. I can't wait to see what they do. I'm really enjoying this. I think they've kind of stepped it up here with this. I mean, for a while there, you're just seeing Ali and. And Gulak can just kind of trade barbs here and there, but it's nothing super strong. But once this took place, you felt the heat amp up and you get more excited about what's going on here. And, you know, I hope it works out even more. I mean, I've been really enjoying Brian Kendrick and the stuff that he's been doing. Um, So hopefully that's kind of the way the Gulak goes in this direction of, you know, doing what it takes to, to make his message heard. Yeah, let, let's go ahead and talk about that, too, because last week Kendrick uh, stuffed Tozawa in between some steel steps and then stepped on him and it just sort of beat the bejesus out of him, which leads into them announcing that next week on 205 Live, uh, Kiro Tozawa and Brian Kendrick are going to go one-on-one in a street fight, and Kendrick gets some promo time to talk about how a street fight plays into his strengths and that he can do anything he wants and that he can finally teach Tozawa all the lessons that he's been trying to teach him and that it will be the end of his t- run in 205 Live. So, uh, well, and more solid heel stuff here, too. I thought Kendrick was, was solid in this promo. I'm really looking forward to that street fight. If they let him go, that could be something to watch. Oh, definitely. Uh, trust me, it is going to be a blast. And with Tozawa and his ability, there's no telling how he's going to use weapons. <laughs> I'm honestly kind of looking forward to see what kind of innovative thing he's going to do with you know, uh, a kendo stick or some other kind of weapon that really just amazes. Um, but, you know, I, I think, like I said before, you we know, were talking about Drew Gulak and, and that whole situation and then moving on to, to what we're doing with Kendrick. I, I think both guys are, are doing a wonderful job in their heel 
persona. And they're facing guys that are super talented. I mean, Ali is one of my, you know, young favorites coming out in 205. And then what we're getting with Tozawa, I mean, it's it's just amazing. So I think both these feuds have some really good stuff coming out of them. I think people are actually starting to really follow closely what's happening there. And for good reason. I mean, they're doing more than just having good matches. They're really telling good stories through the mic. I'm really happy to see that. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, they're, uh, I, I guess to sort of continue to expound upon the point, too, Rich Swan gets interviewed and talks about how Noam Dar and Alicia Fox seemingly are trying to pull the same stuff on him as they've been sending him packages. He gets another one. He refuses it and says it's actually for that guy over there, which turns out to be Arya Davari. He thinks it's these big expensive sunglasses he ordered from his home country. Uh, but he decides not to open the box and leaves it on a table. Jack Gallagher shows up. And goes to open the box because you know it's an oh it's an unopened box, Gary. Who can resist that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Davari runs in and tells him to take his hands off of his package. To which Gallagher uh, very Britishly asks him to clarify his point. And <laughs> uh, Davari just sort of tells him to go away. And it turns out it's another powder bomb. And uh, Corey Graves. And Tom Phillips laugh way too hard at this. <laughs> I can't lie. I chuckled, but I didn't laugh as hard as they did. My God, you'd have thought that it was the funniest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it was funny. Um, but, I mean, I think that this is something that kind of adds to Devari and getting people to, you know, get behind, you know, the fact that, you know, he's a heel, but at the same time, he's just... He's getting foiled, and that's what makes it even better. So, yeah, it's it's interesting, and I think Jack Gallagher was a great guy to have to kind of counter him too. Good job on them for having him be the one that did that. So, out out of it, you know, I think it was just fun. Yeah, I I want the the talking segments usually aren't always as big a home run as they were this week, but I think all of them absolutely delivered, and all, they're all big feuds that they've been focusing on. So it's good to see those continue to get the right kinds of attention uh and then we get a video package too because cedric alexander's coming back next week gary i'm so excited yeah it's been a while you know and you almost forgot about him i hate to say it that way but really he's been gone that long so this is good and they really need a, a talent like him back i agree great in the ring great on the microphone well not great on the mic- good on the microphone um and and you know the heat really hasn't gone away i think so much from the alicia fox and noam dar situation that they want to plug him back into that seeing as that was what rich swan was doing the entire time so maybe noam needs to find himself a buddy oh yeah that's a that's a good thought there uh which it's for all i know might be what they're doing with davari here but let's let's talk about this main event uh austin aries goes one-on-one with tjp this is uh this is a really good match. I, I love... Well, I didn't love it. I liked it a whole lot. Um, Ares does a great job of really selling the leg as TJP sort of continues to attack it throughout the match. And, and when he's going for the big moves, he doesn't forget about it either, which is a tendency a lot of wrestlers have um, all over the world, not just in WWE or here in the Indies and the States. It's it's a universal problem. Um, but in the end, Ares ends up uh, escaping the detonation kick and sort of rolls him up into the last chantry, which it was super clean. Um, TJP taps out pretty quickly. And then after the match, Neville runs in to attack him. TJP goes to jump in and help. And then out comes Jack Gallagher with William the third. 
Neville eats a big umbrella shot, and uh, Gallagher ends up running them both off to sort of save his buddy because he promised uh, Ares on Raw that he would watch his back and all this. So, uh, more Alliance stuff happening here. I I enjoyed this. Maybe we take a break on Ares going one-on-one with TJP for a little bit and we go back to that tag team stuff. But uh, certainly good stuff happening here, Gary. Yeah, I mean, this was pretty decent. I mean, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. And like you were just mentioning, the Austin Aries selling was just uh, – it, it was super intelligent. Appreciated all that he did in that. And I, I like the fact that we did have, you know, a central goal for G- TJP, and that was destroy the knee of Austin Aries. And that's what they started this entire show on, right, talking about that. So it's kind of – you know, you know, coming to fruition here as you watch this match of what they wanted to do when Neville really, you know, told you know TJP to do to be successful and to get his shot at the you know cruiserweight title. So um, overall, pretty good match. I, I think that they you know gave us something that really kind of made us start to think at the end, especially when you have Neville coming in and stomping the crap out of the knee of uh, Austin Aries. And so that gives you something there too. So it, it does make you think that they're going back to the tag only because, you know, you do have Gallagher to come out to make the save. But I mean, out of all of this, I don't hate it. I think that they have been pretty smart in, in the way they've been working this whole feud. So we'll see how they do decide to kind of go through it. But if it's a tag or if it's singles, I- I'm okay with it. I, don't, I really don't have anything negative to say because I think TJP has really come out looking a lot better with the assistance of Neville. So I absolutely agree with you. And big match next week happening too that I'm all excited about. So uh, that, that's going to do it for 205 Live this week. Yeah, and you know, I uh, hope everybody enjoyed that. Now, of course, don't forget to go check out all their other great reviews like Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT. And of course, don't forget to come check out episode 247, part one, in particular of the back. We'll be giving you lots of great stuff, plus also a big backlash prediction preview. And that'll be a lot of fun for us this week. And that'll be on episode uh, 246, or yeah, 247, and that'll be part two. So don't forget, that'll be this Thursday, Friday morning on the download for everyone. Don't forget, once again, W2Mnet.com. Don't forget to go subscribe to Wrestling at the Max or the W2M Network. Also, guys know that uh, we will be seeing you guys soon. And don't forget to go check out all the other great stuff. Until then, we'll see you later. Have a good one, guys.